to the Co-op Mode Podcast. This is the official video game podcast of Seeker Friends Unite. This is round 70, folks. I'm one of your hosts, Todd Oxtra, joined by the Canardian, Mark Carabin. How you doing, bud? I'm great. How are you? You know, it feels like we've done this before. It really does. Yeah, I'm getting big deja vu Ooh. vibes, and people are going to notice some shirt changes in a couple of minutes. <laughs> we had a wardrobe change. We're like Beyonce. That's it. Yeah, very quick <laughs> wardrobe change. Let's do that. We've got, we've got to work that into all of our podcasts now. Just oh yeah, wardrobe, but don't tell anyone next time. Just fancy like hats. Randomly, and, just completely yes. change your like outfit Elton John. I can do like big like glasses. It'd be wonderful. That'll be that'll be the thing that gets us a hundred subs on YouTube. It'll be just be like people be watching and they can win a contest when they tell us what time the the wardrobe change or what time we change what was t- what video. was mark wearing at mark right. exactly. 35 22 exactly uh yeah. or yeah. the shirt we're wearing maybe is something we're going to talk about when did i put the super mario hat on the the stormtrooper back there that'll happen in a future episode maybe or it's maybe like we'll forget about it as soon as I stop talking, I just I just slowly get less and less clothing as the episode goes on. So I, you are invited back for life. <laughs> yes. and, and that mysterious voice, unless you're watching on YouTube, is our guest this week on the co-op hey. couch. It is Mr. Dan with RetroLogic. Dan, how are you doing, bud? Hey guys, so glad to be back. It's weird that I've been on here here twice now already, and it's been like less than 24 <laughs> hours. Y'all love we did, having we, these guests back, huh? We can't quit you, man. We can't quit you. <laughs> Even though hard we try. So we'll just good. throw back the curtain a little bit. We are recording it for a second day. For some reason, we noticed there was some weird video stuff going on, audio stuff going the day one, and it, it totally didn't work. So you're going to see a tale of two podcasts. The first part is going to be very quick. The second part will be longer, and it will be totally different people you see before you. Uh, but, you know, enough of behind the scenes uh but very quickly uh dan introduce yourself tell the people all about you awesome thanks yeah so um i run uh, retro logic which is kind of like a retro gaming sort of network we have going on um it's a retro game store an ebay store it is uh it is a discord community it's a podcast and um we just are gamers who love retro games so if if you know you played games when you were a kid it's really a great place for you we try to keep things really positive and non-toxic and non-gatekeepy because that can be kind of unfortunately a uh that could be something that happens on the internet so we're trying to curb that um and we do a pretty good job everybody in our community is really friendly and do we just love to chat about games and show off if we get a good retro haul or if we reorganize our game shelves we just love to show off um and uh, we support each other and really it's just a fun group of guys who love to hang out and talk about games guys and girls so um yeah you can find me on twitter at retrologic games and uh the website is retrologic.games and you can get the links to everything there so come check us out very cool yeah we're we're very excited to talk to you about a lot of fun those things this podcast um but before we get into that we really quickly want to uh talk about a contest that we've been running and we've just (laughs) we kind of fell behind but we re-energized and we've got some some deadlines so basically this is the contest that we're giving back to the community actually sean nias is giving back to the community he's going to donate a hundred dollars each for each controller design that is chosen by his children 
from the Xbox Design Lab. Uh, his daughter, who's 11, uh, loves Minecraft, and she loves the color uh, light blue and purple. And his son is eight and loves Captain America. He's a big gamer. All, he also loves Destiny. He's really good, and he's actually beating Sean at gaming as we know it. Um, and Mark, this is actually an update. Sean and I were talking, and he wants to record a segment with the kids selecting the winners and then sean also wants to know uh who the winners were so he can thank them uh and then he also wants to understand all the components so when they order it they can do that so uh that'll be something fun so we're gonna plan that and if everything goes according to plan on the next episode you'll hear who the winners are Oh, that's so exciting. Okay. I'm, I'm really excited for that. Uh, I submitted, I don't know, Todd, if you had a chance to look at the doc. Uh, we've got a doc with all the designs that have been submitted so far. I, I put mine in there. My wife designed some for both kids. I spent way too much time going through the, these designs. The Captain America one, I kind of had like three or four designs that I came up with. Pick my favorite. And the, the Minecraft light blue purple one i went through like a dozen or more designs i just kept iterating and changing and i'm i'm happy i think with the one that i picked and that's why i added to the the doc because i just kept redesigning it like every day and i was just like i gotta stop i just i just need to like pick one and go and i think that's what i need to do for my own design lab controller because i still haven't ordered one but anyway yeah i'm very excited it's going to be a lot of fun. It's a $100 donation for each person and the charity mm-hmm. of their choice. But I tell you guys, Extra Life is coming up. Mark and I were just talking about this. If you're into Extra Life and you want to donate, this is a great way to get you $100 towards your Extra Life goals. Potentially so, too. And it's very easy to do. Uh, exactly. Uh, and, you and know, you do can... something you love, which is design cool controllers. Yeah. Is better than that. And it's yeah. free to do it. So yeah. uh, DM us with your uh, entries and we'll put them in the doc. And then once again, the kids get to pick. Uh, so I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So Dan, the pressure's on you, man. Uh, you got to put your thinking cap on, design an Xbox uh, Xbox Series controller for those kids and be in the running. And look at how much retro gear you can buy. All those all those uh, Xbox OG games that are like a hundred bucks now. You can buy like <laughs> yeah. two. Yeah, exactly. Um, Wait, is Dan a charity awesome. now? I thought this was going to charity, not oh, your wait. own person. I mean, it, <laughs> this is going it's in my for pocket. Game Preservation <laughs> Society, Mark. That's the charity. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just uh, make myself just, a nonprofit real yeah, quick. Todd's, uh, yeah, I, I, my, my, my design one, I'm picking the Human Foundation. You can send it to my address at uh, todd.com. <laughs> it's uh, like naming, it, naming a star after me, yeah. and that star is me. Yeah. Uh, no, but it goes like, for video yeah, game yeah, preservation. Yeah. It can go in the Retrologic <laughs> Museum of, of Natural Video Gaming. So you've got a Minecraft fan and a Captain America fan. You're designing the controllers around it. Okay, cool. I'm gonna have to get. That's like the inspiration. Bit. Both yeah. both of them like gaming and things like that. But that was kind or, of where. That or ad, just do yeah. something totally off that, and then they'll be like, "Oh, that's different," and choose that oh, one. Yeah. So there's some strategy here too. Absolutely. It's all black or it's Absolutely. all white. Yeah, <laughs> I very <did>. simple. <laughs> Leah Jewer, who was on a couple of episodes ago, made a really cool, like more Minecraft inspired one that. I was surprised the the theming and the the way she designed that controller wasn't exactly what I when I thought like light blue purple Minecraft like my mind went in a very different direction but seeing her controller I'm like ooh 
it's so different and so cool. Like it didn't stick to exactly all of those notes. It kind of, she kind of picked something. I'm not going to give it away, but she picked something from those three things and just kind of focused on it. And, uh, and she came up with one heck of a cool design. So, uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to see like the different inspirations or, or like Dan said, someone just going completely into left field and just like, just designing something cool and just being like, I don't know, kid might like this. Absolutely. So uh, the deadline for submissions is November 17th, or sorry, September 17th. Whoa. That gives us time for the kids to review uh, and then actually record our session over the weekend. So there you go. Get them in, folks. DM us uh, either at Mark, myself, uh, or uh, at Secret Friends U. There you go. Uh, but then I think we need to get to know Dan a little bit better before we get into the meat of the show when we play a fun anyway. game called... Rent, buy, return. Woo. So Mark yep. had some uh, a choice. It's his turn to do this. So Mark, hit us with your best shot. So Dan, this one's in honor of you as a retro gamer, someone right. who, who likes the retro scene. I'm going to pick some retro forgotten mascots. We're going to go with three here. <laughs> uh, we are going to go... And, and this could be maybe, I don't know if we want to choose a game or like the mascot in general. So like, uh, Ooh, yeah. buy, rent, return, whatever. Anyway, uh, so let's let's bring back, um, I'm going to go with Bubsy, Arrow the Acrobat, and Plock. For anyone Did watching this Plock? video. Yep, Plock. Plock? P-L-O-K? P-L-O-K. If you don't know who Plock is, Todd, is he a caveman? I'm going to throw an arm at you. No, that's Bonk. You know who Plock is. No, no, I thought there was a, like a weird caveman named Plock. No, There's that's Bonk. Named Bonk. Bonk. Giant Plock head. Is, Plock is like, he's yellow, he's got red gloves, red yeah. feet, red And he throws his limbs he at you? His, he throws his limbs. I have never heard of Plock. I don't even I'm think this sure is real. I'm sure when you see I have to look at what Plock like, looks like. You're going to be like, oh, I rented this. Because that's what everybody That's does. everyone that's rented Plock. Plock yeah. with a cute... No! Mm-hmm. It's, an, it's a Super Nintendo game? Super Nintendo, Explosive. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! No, I don't know Plock. <laughs> yeah, it's such a. Great I'm gonna game, look at a. Man. I'm looking at a video great. preview of Plock, that, and that needs to be on. Get my mind blown. So you keep going. I'll, I'll 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 get more excited about Plock. All right. Uh, so Todd, I don't know if do you, Todd, do you want me since you have no no uh, skin in this fight? Would would Zool be better? Can I swap Plock? Oh, I'm glad you said Zool. I thought I thought no one would mention Zool, and that was in my mind. Say Zool, please. I yeah, had Zool for Game Gear. Let's throw Zool in instead of Plock, I suppose, since Todd doesn't have any any connection to Plock. But I know the Plock fans, and my heart's breaking a little bit. And I know my fellow yeah, Plock. Send me some hate. There's a lot want. of there's a lot of Plock fans over at Retro. There Park, are, yeah. So you're breaking some hearts. Now. The, the, I'm sorry. I've seen uh, like Twitter has been like <laughs> yeah. all about like bring Plock yeah. back for the, we the were, SNES we had, a, online. we had a make Plock trending campaign over yes. Logic like a last I loved few that. days. Yeah. Well, Bubsy so, came uh, back, so Plock can come back. I guess it's loud. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Let's. Since Bubsy did come back, I'm I'm changing this up again. Can you tell that I put a ton of effort and thought into this? <laughs> Arrow the Acrobat, Zool, and Plock. They're my three. Okay. Arrow the okay. Acrobat, Zool Plock. Bubsy, yeah, Bubsy I wonder what Todd's going to pick. I yeah. wonder what Todd's going to so, pick. <laughs> so, Dan, let's, let's now, hear your choices. If I don't keep Plock, there's going to be an army of people after me. <laughs> so I have to keep Plock. And then the other two are what? Zool and Arrow the Acrobat? Yep. Good Ooh. Lord. Okay. Um, 
I've never played Zool. I guess I'm renting Zool. All right. So I can actually play it for the first time. I, I don't, I'm going to have to pick a cup, a copy of that now. Cause I don't know what it is. And then, um, weird yeah, ninja. I mean, Zool I mean, was, uh, he what? It was, it was, it was, he's like a weird little ninja, like a black, purple, red eye yeah. liner kind of stuff. Um, I he, think I see the cool. logo, like his eyes make mm-hmm. the two O's, yes, the exactly. logo. Okay. Yep. I think I've seen it before. I've never played it though. So definitely going to rent Zool and I just, I have no, I don't know. Arrow's fine. I'm just, I don't care. <laughs> Get rid of him. He doesn't have to exist. All right. I like uh, it. Blissfully like ignorant. It. Good. Blissfully good. ignorant of Arrow the Acrobat. Good stuff. So Immense while, disinterest. While, uh, <laughs> Todd, well, I'll give you a second and I will say- okay. That my brother and I were so obsessed with Arrow the Acrobat when we were kids, we used to make up his teammates and like other characters in the Arrow the Acrobat verse. Uh, the we, ACU, the Aerobat, the, the Acrobat, <laughs> the Semitic Universe, the AABCU, Arrow Amazing. Acrobat. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, we so we used to make up yeah like different, but we. Some of them would be bats and we just design different bats, but then we'd just pick other weird little rodents and creatures and stuff that could be friends or foes of Arrow the Acrobat. And we used to draw them and and try to kind of copy the style, the art style from the the manuals from Arrow the Acrobat. This is a good times, man. This is um yeah. We used to be big fans. So Todd incredible. Do you have your choice? Okay. I, well, I, I, I just had to refresh my memory of, of Zool because I know I played the game, but I'm like, I don't remember much about it. So it kind of changed my mind as I saw the gameplay. And I'm like, OK. Um, and these games were all SNES era, I believe. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. OK. So. <laughs> uh, so. Buy, rent, return. Uh, so I'm buying. Zool. Why, you may ask. Because he's a super rad ninja in his game <laughs> advertised Chupa Chups. I just looked at the gameplay and it says like it's got branding for Chupa Chups. Do you remember what oh, Chupa Chups were? Those lollipops yeah. or whatever they were? It's right in the game. I'm like, oh, wow. how did they how did that even happen? All right, I mean, it was like, here's Googling now. Here's Sonic eating Sonic chili dogs oh, or I should mario have, i should have done making uh, dominoes i should have done like mascot tie-ins and and done oh, uh, pepsi so man done cool Zool, spot cool spot and uh sneak king uh oh there you go generation Ooh. i suppose oh definitely that, is, yeah. we'll save that one for later uh so yeah so you're so buying zool buying he's a he's a ninja that likes lollipops what's better yeah. than that he's cool Nothing. it's cool dude uh whole, i am renting candy yeah, yeah. I, i'm i'm renting arrow the acrobat because he kind of looks like like a cool bat that does cool acrobatics. Um, but you know, it probably loses its, you know, excitement after some time. So I, but I had my fun with it. And then plock, (laughs) bro, (laughs) plock. That's the game you see at blockbuster and it's got dust on it. The kids are like, that's the only thing. And they're like, uh, can I just get a Barney video instead? No, no plock plocks. Clocks returned. Oh my! That's a game your grandma buys for you. <laughs> You're I like, wish grandma. my grandma was cool enough to buy me plock. Buy you plock. So we had this funny self. thing happen on uh, on Twitter where um, there was like somebody was like, "Hey, show me like something impressive in your collection," 
And at one point, I had three copies of Plock in the game store, in the RetroLogic game store. So I took a picture of it, and I was like, I have the largest known collection of the, of the game Plock, and you can't prove me wrong. Show me anybody who has more than three copies of this game. And everybody was like, you win. No, we can't. Yeah. You win. You, you win, unopposed. That's right. Uh, yeah. Nobody's yeah. even going to bother. Cause so is, it was Plock on any other consoles? Nope. No, Super Nintendo Super exclusive. Nintendo, it's never it. been on the virtual console. It's no. never been anywhere. It it could be on NSO. It's not like it has any. Oh, that's the game they're bringing back then. Because, you know, should. we've got it's those better. classics we got it's last good. time. It's yeah. a good game. It's solid. It is. People it really need to is. play it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, that's my plot story. All the cartridges are probably melted <laughs> because they're all so awesome. That the awesomeness have melted all the cartridges <laughs> and killed the battery. Yeah. I, so a little more inside baseball for anyone listening or watching. This is not the same game that we played yesterday because no. we could not <laughs> recreate the spontaneity. No. So I am so happy in a way that we got to do this because <laughs> I just, I love knowing that you have the biggest plot collection in the world. I, yep, that's, that's amazing. Uh, I, so <laughs> go ahead. Talk. I think that will be brought into the title of the episode somehow. Yeah. that I like that. Yeah. Plock for life. Got to plock them all. Gotta, oh. <laughs> Uh, for my picks, I think even though I did love this game, and I, like, again, I had it for the Sega Game Gear, uh, I think I'm going to return Zool, rent Arrow the Acrobat, and uh, and buy Plock. Because uh, after all this Plock talk, I just... <laughs> Plock talk. Plock talk. There's the, the title of the episode. Plock talk. I'm putting Dan, it in there. Plock uh, retrologic. Talk. Yeah, we already, we uh, already, we already have plock talk over at Retrologic. Oh, oh shit! What? Really? Yeah. Is that trademark? Oh god, we have like real royalties for that podcast. We're with we talk about nothing but the game plock for a whole hour. I so. just punched yeah, my you microphone. Know what? That's amazing. Please, please use plock talk. It's too good. Please use it. Plock talk slash trademark or whatever because we got to pay your loyalties now holy uh i absolutely love every single second of this Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so there we go that's that's my picks i'm i'm sticking to it well folks i hope you enjoyed that game and if you want to know what our original picks were ask us on twitter and maybe you'll find out yep Mm mm-hmm we're about 20 minutes in. We haven't talked about what we've been playing. So this is a video game podcast. So Dan, kick us off. Skyward Sword. Uh, you probably don't want my uh, thoughts on Skyward Sword because <laughs> I've already given them. But, uh, you know, have you beat it? Sure. I beat it in the Wii days. So this is actually okay. my second time playing it. Um, I'm a huge Zelda fan. And uh, Skyward Sword not being my favorite in the series I think that what they did with the controller, like non-motion controls, so you can play it handheld and all that, I think that sort of, I think that eased up the experience quite a bit. At least for me, it did. Um, There is some weirdness with having to like hold a button down to use the camera, like a normal camera control. And that gets a little weird, but about, you know, a couple hours into it, I got used to it, didn't have any issues with it anymore. Um, I haven't beaten this, this go around because there's just, so much going on not only just in life but in gaming that why you know i want to beat it again but since i've already beaten it i'm not the most motivated to get all the way through it again um but i am i am enjoying it uh like i said it's not my favorite zelda game i'm a huge zelda fanatic but um you know it's not it's not horrible (laughs) i enjoy it's also 
it's also not for people with bad shoulders, as I learned, because I like yeah. the motion controls. I just couldn't do it with the bird. My arms are just like, oh, ow, yeah. Zelda, the, you killed me. The bird is way easier with the uh, with the with the controller, just infinitely yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, we also I also put more time than I thought I would into the WarioWare um, demo that was out on Switch right now. Um, I, I didn't need convincing to buy WarioWare. I love WarioWare. Um, I've loved it since the GameCube days, playing with friends and being weirded out by everything that Nintendo was throwing mm-hmm. at you. Um, but this this round, I played with my six year old, and like we were just busting out, busting up like hilarious stuff they put in this game. Um, with the twist that now your characters on screen, instead of like you interacting with the game, your characters interacting with the game and you're kind of up, down, left, right. And they have an action and all the characters are so different that it kind of adds an extra level of chaos to what is already like an impossibly chaotic game. So, um, it's, it's one of those games. It reminds me of smash brothers in a way that's like, just, it's, if you're playing four player smash brothers, most of the time it's total chaos. Like it's almost luck at that point. Right. So trying (laughs) to play this game, especially with items. Exactly. Trying to play this game. Co-op is basically four player smash brothers with all items (laughs) on high. It's just, is this the first time it's had co-op? Um, I think so because before you would have to take turns because one person is controlling everything on screen. Like, yeah, there really wasn't a good way to pull that off. Okay. Um, and even when you would did play multiplayer, you were kind of taking turns doing the various games one after the other. So this is the first time you're playing the same game, the same micro game at the same time on screen. Um, so if great family game turns out and just hilarious, uh, antics with wario and i don't know i'm i'm a fan of the series anyway but they really just kind of just kind of threw through the rule book out the window with this one and made it extra fun so i'm looking forward to that that's what the this week full game right this is the demo you. i just played the demo yeah the full game is out on the 10th i believe so yeah um, yeah i was already gonna buy it like i'm in i'm in on WarioWare, but this just made it it made it a family experience which i think is is super fun um, awesome. How many how many snot puzzles were there? Uh, you know, there's what? typically a few snot yeah. puzzles where the I'm woman's got to. Or yeah, I'm trying to think, and I don't think I remember one. Now that's just the demo. There's definitely like armpit air, hair plucking and like, <laughs> of course, like something with teeth. Like it's it's all a blur at this point. But you know, there's got to be some gross out humor in there, or it's not WarioWare. So this should have been one, two switch is all I'm saying. <laughs> WarioWare should have been a one, two switch game. I don't disagree with you mm. at all. I mean, milking and shaving <laughs> and just so many opportunities for body problems. Oh, yeah, well. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and so along with the switch, my other, my other console is stadia. I don't have a PS five, PS four, Xbox, um, modern Xbox. So um, Stadia is where I play my like other modern gaming stuff. And so I've been getting into Jedi Fallen Order for the first time, which I'm really sad about nice. because I love Star Wars. And because Stadia is my console, I had to wait until it was on Stadia Pro for free. And now I'm finally getting through it. Oh, um, it's on. It's free. They do all the EA play games for free on Stadia if you're pro. I don't know if it's still on stadium okay. i got it because it was it was on stadium it was free on stadium pro i'm not sure oh, about okay. EA play and all that I'm, got it i'm not 100 okay. sure on that but um 
Yeah, I got it a while back, but you know how when you get a free game and it just sits in your library and then, you know what I mean? It just like you have PS Plus or Xbox Gold. It's like mm-hmm. it taunts you. It, yeah. it tells you you should play it. Yeah, this is an old game, though, and there's stuff coming out, but it's Star Wars. So I had to play it and I'm I don't have a lot to say about it. Uh, what everyone else has said about it. I'm a huge fan. Um, it reminds me of like the best of Tomb Raider, the new Tomb Raider games. So I'm in on that. Um and then the last thing I want to talk about was this. Oh, awesome- I was going to ask you one more question. Oh, yeah. How does it, how does it play performance? Because I've had mixed results on Stadia. So what's your experience? Is it good? My experience in general on Stadia has been really good. Um, good. I have pretty good internet though. And so that's kind of the, the, the catalyst for how your experience is going to be. I only play it at home because trying to do it on mobile is, is just going to be insane and not work very well. But um, yeah, I have pretty good internet and it works really, really well on my MacBook with my controller plugged in or even with the controller connected to the Wi-Fi, it works even better. So um, occasional like pausing or glitches in the, in the feed, but nothing that has, nothing that has interrupted my gameplay because it's usually very, very quick and it fixes itself. Nothing that's interrupted my gameplay to the point where I'm having a horrible time. Um, so... Right. And there's not much like aside from some of the combat scenarios, there's not much like Twitch based kind of thing. You know, you can you could have a, a mm-hmm. second of hang up in, in most you're running through something yeah, or and- trying to figure out a puzzle. There's a lot of thinking elements of that before you do the action. So uh, good. Probably a good game to play. Yeah, you're absolutely in, right about that. that. Kind of not sense. a lot that's twitchy. Like I wouldn't play like a Call of Duty or something where I have to be like, right. You know, but uh, but you're right about that. But even so. The delay I have found to be very manageable. I mean, a lot of times I just forget it's there. Um, so, yeah, I, I haven't really had any issues. Uh, but again, it all, it all, you know, your your mileage may vary depending on your internet. Sure. So, good. That's good to hear because I'm 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 glad that you you don't have to have a whole on new console or new PC. You can play mm-hmm. for a service that brings you these games and gives you a way to play it. That's it's, awesome. It's pretty cool, and I mean. It's, Google, like, there's, I always have this fear in the back of my mind because I have all these games on Stadia. Um, and I actually played Cyberpunk on Stadia, oh. not knowing that that's, like, the best way to play Cyberpunk because everybody was I've complaining about yeah. it. And and I'm here like, guys, this game's great. What are you talking about? And then I'm reading all these articles like, Stadia is the best way to play Cyberpunk. I'm like, okay, well, I didn't know that. But You're um, laughing all the way to the bank yeah, by not buying a, a high-end PC. That's how I got the the controller the like stadia controller because you can yeah. get it for free if you pre-ordered um cyberpunk nice um and then i was kind of like cool i'll give this a shot i'll do i'll do 10 bucks a month for a bunch of free games um yeah and what else was i gonna say um i don't know nothing else just stadia is cool i like it if your internet's good you should give it a shot um and then the last thing is just because I'm a retro guy, I had to bring some retro in here. I recently picked up an OG Xbox. Um, a buddy of mine traded it to me complete in box, which is really exciting to be able to like unbox an old yeah. Xbox from like what? 2001, wow. with the Duke. They, they just got it and just never opened it. Like well, it, it wasn't, it wasn't it a just... new console, but they kept the box and they box. kept all the inserts. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So he just boxed it yeah. back up, back up and sent it to me uh, through our trade. Wow, which was so bizarre, right? Because it was in really good condition too. So it was really bizarre to open something like that up in in twenty twenty one. Yeah, he did send me a Duke, but this particular console didn't. It came with the newer style controller. 
Um, but oh, he, the S, I think. Yeah. Right? The S? Yeah. He sent me a Duke, though, because he had one. And I was like, you got to send me the Duke. You, you can't have an That's Xbox great. and not own a Duke. Uh, and like a bunch of games that I'm interested in. So I've just been going back and picking up all the Sega stuff. Because um, I'm a huge Dreamcast guy. So I got to get, you know, I got to get my mm-hmm. Shenmue 2 and my Panzer Dragoon. Jet Orta. Set Radio. Jet Set Radio Future. Jet Grind Radio. Uh, Jet yeah. Set Radio Future is the one on okay. Xbox. Yeah, Jet Grind. Got it. Dreamcast plus mm-hmm. um, Toe Jam and Earl three, you know, nice. all that stuff that just kind of I missed back. Dino Crisis three, right? I don't know about that one. That, might that is. That yeah, that was another exclusive. Say like, it was a Capcom right. exclusive for the Xbox was Dino Crisis three, which is just crazy. Just gonna it was dinosaurs in space. Add that to my what list is better than dinosaurs in space? Yeah, How do you beat that? Honestly, so I'm going to add that to my list. Um, yeah. You can't all that stuff what else gun valkyrie another sega title that just kind of missed yep. you know otogi otogi oh man those are so expensive now though yeah like talk about expensive xbox games those are probably 60 to 100 bucks a pop so um i bought a, i bought a lot of licensed games on the original xbox because yeah. like the uh our, uh the the uh evil dead i think there's an evil dead game i yeah. bought uh, mm-hmm. There's quite a few is licensed games are, are the, the well, we're going to talk about this guys in our in our uh, uh, topic, but basically licensed games are the I guess the bane of backwards compatibility and yeah. uh, preservation because mm-hmm. the licenses kill it. So if you can find those old games, licensed games, mm-hmm. that's about the only way you can do it. So that's cool if you can find some of those. Yeah, yeah big time and like expensive stuff too. like for a while Stubbs the zombie was just nowhere. Right. If you didn't own an Xbox you ha- and shelling out 50, 60 bucks for this game, you couldn't play it. But, you know, we just got the re-release recently. So that's nice. Um, yeah. yeah. So that was really fun. I've been I've been on the hunt for some OG Xbox stuff because most of it's really cheap still. So um, that's been my kind of like retro obsession uh, as of late. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. Enjoy it, that big old 300-pound console. <laughs> I'm that worried is, it's not going to fit in my Calax over here, my, my Ikea shelf. <laughs> it's still smaller than the PS5, apparently. Yeah, so well. there's that. Awesome. That's all for me. Nice, nice. Mark, this game mm-hmm. does not seem like a Mark game, but I am surprised, but I'm also interested. No Man's Sky. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this this is very much a Mark game, okay. actually. I played this when it was first released on PS4. Mm-hmm. Uh, day one purchase for me because I, I like space and exploring and thought the technology behind this game was very interesting, even though at first the game didn't quite live up to the lofty expectations that we were promised. Uh, I still wanted to check it out. So this was a day one uh, PlayStation uh, playthrough for me, but um, you know, kind of moved on, stopped playing, blah blah blah, and uh, it's on Game Pass. So there was a, a challenge or something to play this or start up on Game Pass. I think in the you know, like I always say, my little Game Pass weekly quests, monthly quests, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I just saw No Man's Sky, and I had heard that they've obviously they've kept working on this. There's an Xbox Series patch. There's all these performance things. There's new modes. There's new creatures. You can do a whole ton of different stuff. And uh, I had never played it on my Xbox One. 
I haven't played it yet on my Series X. So I said, you know what, let's let's fire this up and just see what the changes are. And uh, I'm, I'm still fairly early on, but I've got my ship working again. I'm kind of able to explore the cosmos a little bit and go to another planet. And uh, it's, it's kind of coming back to me, but there's also so much change that it feels like I'm playing a new game for the very first time. So it's, it's really, really cool. And if you haven't checked this one out, uh, go check it out if you have Game Pass because it's it's a really cool experience. It's it's not like many other games, and it just kind of drops you in a world and says, "Figure it out," and and that's it. And and I kind of like that about it. Uh, I don't know how long I'll stick with it, but I've been playing it for a few days now, and going back to it, whether it's little tiny bits at a time or sit there and play it for an hour or so, which, you know, with a one-year-old literally running now uh, around the house and getting into everything, um, that's saying something that I can sit there and and capture my attention for that long. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying going back to it. It's it's cool. So yeah, check that one out. Uh, Um, I was going to ask you, because they did that Mass Effect event where they added the Normandy, and I really wanted Mm -hmm. to check it out then because I'm like, Oh, that'd be so cool to see the Normandy, and I never did. But I'm not sure if that's still available or if it was just gone. Now. I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. And and yeah. So there there were those times the last couple of years, really, that I've thought like, oh, maybe I'll go back to this. Maybe I'll go back to that. Maybe I'll check it out. Maybe I'll check out this event. Or oh, you can get a pet now. Or oh, you can ride this area. Or oh, you can do this. Or you know, like all of that kind of stuff that I kept saying like, oh, I got to get back to this game. I got to try it out again. I really love what the team did and stuck with it and just really, you know, put their heads down and like delivered kind of more in line with what they promised and listened to the community. And I think it's, it's such an achievement in gaming for this team to have taken these, these crazy lofty, super high ambitions and release something that didn't quite meet that, but then say like, we can do better. We, we're not going to give up. They, they could have easily said, well, you know, you got what you got. We're moving on. But they, they've stuck with it, and it's, it's incredible. So if you haven't checked it out, definitely do so. Uh, and I've been meaning to get back for, for a long time, so I'm a, happy that I, I did. I had a similar experience to you on the PS4 when I, I was super hyped for it, and I, I got it on my PS4, and I played it for a while. Um, and it, you're right. It did not live up to expectations and I kind of just put it down and then the switch was coming out. So I sold my PS4 yep. to pay for the switch and then just kind of, you know, fell off the face of the earth for me. Um, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. you're right. I, there's been a lot of updates and I'm kind of thinking about trying to trying it out again. So you may have convinced me. It's it, 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 it could be a great follow-up to fall in order. Cause you still get that little space exploration. I'm all about and space, it's, it's a little, yeah. I'm yeah. about to pick up this um, Dino Crisis 3 to get some dinos in space. <laughs> <laughs> now, they do have dinosaurs in No Man's Sky 3, I believe, or No Man's Sky, I believe. I, and I don't know if you guys ever saw it where they showed the original, what it looked like. And then they mm-hmm. did like the kazoo of Jurassic, Jurassic Park when they made fun <laughs> of it, which is a joke. But I mean, this is the team that made Do- Joe Danger to make this. Mm-hmm. And they were very ambitious. And mm-hmm. it was a tiny team. So for the fact that they've even, they added VR, they've done all these things. Yeah. And then now it's on Game Pass. It's amazing. You know what, guys? Yeah. Sometimes, and this team went dead silent, and they just fixed their game. They didn't battle on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They didn't do anything like that. They said, we're going to make the game we've always wanted to. It just took us mm-hmm. a lot longer because we just didn't have the staff to do so. And so, there you go. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's an amazing uh, 
story just in general like without even playing the game i think it's an interesting gaming history kind of story so uh i I think even even further the 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 more further removed we get from this game coming out i think the more interesting it will get to look back on but right now it's kind of cool to have played it at the start play it right now and then in another you know 10 years or something like that I'll, i'll be able to look back and be like oh man that was such a super interesting little moment in gaming um so that's that's that. Uh, another probably not as uh, interesting moment in gaming, but something that I'm kind of hyped for is uh, some stuff going on in Fortnite. Obviously, I haven't talked about Fortnite in a little bit, but uh, I, are I'm you going to talk about you know, Will Smith in Fortnite, in. Mark? Uh, Bad Boys, yeah, he, his Woo-hoo. character from Bad Boys got added in there, which is uh, random, and and they didn't really give an explanation of like. We're tying this in because of this reason. Well, was it because it was Men in Black, like, right? Because it's aliens, isn't Men in Black? Yeah, but there's aliens, so why why not drop Jay in there? Like a black suit and sunglasses. Yeah, that weird. The Wild Wild they West. Literally his bad boys character. Or, or Independence Day. I, I, I was just going to say, the yeah. other Will Smith Indep- alien movie. Yep. <laughs> Will Smith Jet probably would have fit more. Yeah. It's it's uh, It was a weird, but, you know, I fine. That's cool. Uh, who else did they just drop in there? Uh, Shang-Chi. Which I love the costume uh, in that. I wish they had that yeah. in the movie because that costume yeah. is badass. The other one I is kind of kind of pl- the, yeah. the movie one is kind of plain. This one's awesome. Yeah, I, I got uh, Shang Chi as, as soon as it dropped in the shop, but uh, did not sadly buy uh, by by Will Smith from Bad Boys. Um, however, I did try out Imposters Mode, which is basically their like blatant ripoff of Among Us. But it was it was really fun. It was actually really fun to play and, and get a group of friends together and we're all voice chatting, but like everyone was playing the role so well of like, I'm not telling you anything. I could figure out who the killer is or I could be the killer and no one was saying anything. So we were all just like really having a good time and voice chatting and no one was giving it up. And and out of a team of so we were we were just like voice chatting with four of us. And two of the people on my team ended up being the killers one round and they totally fooled us and Ooh. until they stabbed me in the back, which was great. So uh, that's, that's I, I love that Fortnite just keeps adding weird, fun little modes and fun experiments and all this kind of stuff. And that leads me to my final bit. Season seven, chapter two, season seven is coming to a close. So as you're listening to this, we've got, I think, a six-day timer countdown. So next Sunday is going to be the big season finale, so uh, September 12th. So if you're listening to this right now, I think this is going down uh, 5 p.m. my local time. So what's that, 4 p.m. Eastern, Mm -hmm. I guess. So 4 p.m. Eastern, apparently we can do big lobbies on this so if you play fortnite you listen to the show drop me a message i'd love to have like a big 16 person lobby uh if you're if you've been playing fortnite recently you'll know the giant mothership is uh right now floating in the sky above the island and is destroying different bits of the island uh so right now it's they're they're bringing some big chunks of land up, but there's bombs attached to that land, and apparently it's reaching. Uh, once it reaches the mothership, it's going to kick off an event called like Skyfire or something crazy like that, and we're all going to go up to the mothership and try to like take it over and and seek our vengeance. It sounds like a just bonkers, crazy kind of uh, thing. So I want a big team going in Sunday. Um, so if you can make it, if you're interested, 
drop me a, a DM, hit me up on the Discord channel, and uh, we'll we'll get a big team going. I think this would be a lot of fun. I can't wait to take on some aliens, go up to the ship and see what this is all about, and kick off season eight. Um, so yeah, let me know. That could be fun. It could be a fun way to to play some co op together with uh, with the crew. So if you're listening, um, let me know. Let's 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 team up and and either play imposters mode or, or do this next Sunday. Mark, uh, they need to bring in Jeff Goldblum with a MacBook. Is all I'm saying. I would pay so many V bucks for that skin. Just don't even and give me an alternate skin of him with his like shirt open. Oh, the sexy Park. one. Like, oh, sexy Jeff Goldblum with. With that as an emote, like I would buy that whole bundle, like no questions asked. Just take my credit card. Don't tell me how much it costs. Just do it. Sexy Jeff Goldblum all day. New skin. Retire my other hundred skins or whatever I have. And just that's it. Sexy Jeff Goldblum for till the end of time. 100%. Okay, as the, he tries to sell you uh, what there's your, uh, rentals. There's your, there's your podcast uh, episode title right there. Sexy, sexy, sexy Jeff Goldblum <laughs> until the end of time. That is 100% what we need to name. I'll take it. You know, I, yeah. I, I lack for creativity at times, but Mark brings the, the fury and the Goldblum. <laughs> there we go. Before we go on a Jeff Goldblum sexiness tangent, Todd, what have you been playing? Well, I was challenged, and I'm going to be on another podcast, and uh, Larry Giver, who's a good friend of mine, uh, has decided to pitch me an idea. Basically, it's called I, I'd Buy That for a Dollar, so it's a RoboCop reference. But also, basically, do you any games you bought cheap, or can you find games cheap that are a dollar or less, um, and then review them very quickly? So I'm taking this challenge, and I bought a bunch of uh, enough humble bundles where I think I've got like 8,000 games and I probably cost me like 50 cents or less. So I was going through some of these games. Some of them were horrible, but I found one that I just think is a diamond in the rough and I love it. And uh, there's more to play, which I didn't, but I played the first two missions. It's called dark side detective. This game Great is game. like a, a, you played it already. Yeah. I played a bit of it. Uh, okay. Barry Dunn, uh, okay. Nintendo impact sent me this game oh. or, or told me to buy this game. I can't remember which one. So if, if you sent it to me, Barry, thank you. And if you told me to buy it also, thank you. I yeah. Don't know, but, uh, oh yeah. Wicked game. It's, it's really cool. It's called, uh, it's by a dev called spooky doorway, which is a great name for a dev too. Um, and it's basically your classic, like King's quest, a point and click adventure with really great pixel art. It's, it's updated for, you know, modern consoles, but it's still that era. And you play basically a, a detective that deals with the supernatural. You've got like a very idiot uh, cop who helps you, but he's not very helpful. He always says the worst things isn't helpful. And you just basically go in and the dialogue is fantastic. It's kooky. It's goofy. It's like airplane. It's like naked gun that just, uh, you know, double entendre, just really fun and goofy humor. And the, the best thing about this game is, it, it basically has episodes, almost like little books, where you have one simple mis- like mystery to solve, and that's it. It's over. It's probably done, and depending on how smart you are and, <laughs> and how well you can solve these puzzles, you can be done in 10 minutes or longer. I'm not going to say how long it took me because I don't want you to judge <laughs> me. Uh, but they are so much fun. I played the first two stories. And some of just the writing, I mean, I'm just going to give you a hint. So, like, you talk to a librarian, and you said, you know, she's telling you about these books that she likes. And it's basically, she says, oh, I'm into this book series. It's about a reverse vampire. He can only come out during the day and talk. keeps, keeps talking 
talking about it. Basically, it's a twilight, just very, very goofy. Then he, you're reading books off a shelf, and one is called Dr. Whom's Thrilling Adventures Through Grammar and Structure. Dr. Whom. So take oh that. And then, uh, and then lastly, the last book was The Witcher, Tales of an Indecisive Adventure. And Witcher is spelled like witch, like witch one. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. This is mm-hmm. where I love puns. This is dad humor at its best. I love it. And I've got more, uh, more chapters that will unlock as I play it. It's a great game. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. I, I am just so pleased that I played this. Um, you know, smaller games, you know, you never know if you're going to like them or not, but I'm so glad I played this one. So check out dark side detective it's on switch it's on steam i got mm-hmm. it through i think i got through humble bundle maybe i got it through epic game store i have so many games in my library and i will put a, a a big old prop out to uh galaxy gog which is fantastic on your pc basically it takes mm-hmm. your whole library of every console pc uh you own and it tells you if you own those games so it's kind of like, where do I own this game? Do I own it? And it's fantastic. It it stops you from buying games multiple times, which is fantastic. So it's great, great service. Uh, and then lastly, Psychonauts 2. I have put a lot of time in this game. I don't know how long this game is. And that's my only problem with this game. This game is not a straightforward you know, action platformer. It is an action adventure game with action platforming elements because you are solving little quests and things like that and um you do have to get upgrades you have to do these things but it's not like your mario brothers or uh, a 3d game we're just going on and you're just going through it you actually have to go back and talk to people and do like get to know more about them and you have to figure things out and there's a lot of character development which is kind of crazy and i'm really enjoying it but it is definitely at points i'm like oh, what do i have to do next it's kind of frustrating but it's fun like i'm at this one point it's like an iron chef or a food network game where you have to build like recipes and make these goats happy and eat the food. And then they become the bosses you have to fight. It's so weird, but it's great. It's, it's, it's really, it's fantastic. I'm so, I'm so glad double fine doesn't have to worry about budgets and securing funding and being with Xbox. Love them to really, uh, really do more with the game than they originally intended. And they were like, even say, I don't know if we can afford like, uh, um, like, other languages for this game. I'm like Xbox, throw them a bone and get them some more dialogue options <laughs> in other languages. Come on, you're Xbox. You have trillions of dollars. This will like be a hundred thousand dollars for Double Fine. Just do it. Come on, don't beg. But yeah, Second Us Two is great. If you own uh, Game Pass, play it. If you don't have Game Pass, buy it. It's that. It's it's a buy. Excellent. So there you go. I I still owe a review of a game that Mark got me a code for that is coming up probably on the next episode. I still want to give it the the love it needs. Rather have it uh, right than early, as they say. So it'll be next episode. So that is coming as well. So that is it for what we've been playing. So, Mark, I'm going to turn this over to you as we talk about the news. Yes, just one little bit in the news that we really want to touch on this week. And that's that's kind of... Something with with doing a show every two weeks is we we have to kind of pick and choose our news topics. But we figured with Dan here talking about some retro games, yeah, uh, pretty relevant report coming that uh, that Game Boy and maybe Game Boy Color games are coming to Nintendo Switch. I think I said this a while ago actually on the show, and I I think I said like if they're going to release 
either a big game, but what big game could they release for NES or Super Nintendo? I think this year, as we're coming up to fall and as people's year-long Nintendo Switch Online subscriptions are coming to an end, what's the big thing they're going to release or tease to say, yeah, here's my 20 bucks or 40 bucks for a family plan or whatever. I can't remember what I pay. Anyway, uh, it's pretty cheap comparatively, but you still have to dangle some little carrot for people to be interested. And, uh, and Game Boy, Game Boy Color games seem to be kind of the general consensus of what they're going to be releasing this fall. Uh, so these could be coming pretty soon. Um, so that's that's basically kind of it for the news. This is coming from Eurogamer uh, originally, but I've seen it from all over the place. I'm looking at an IGN uh, article right now, but they're they're yeah. there's uh, been quite a bit of corroboration. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's it, it seems kind of like it's happening. Um, now, to be fair, we yep. also got Switch Pro rumors that turned out to be bubkiss. So that's <laughs> very true. It's a, a rumor is a very, rumor very until true. it's not. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, so these, these, these things are data mined by, uh, someone named oatmeal dome. So I don't know if that's like a, a known kind of <laughs> seems legit, whatever. uh, but seems, yeah. So, yeah. seems like they know what they're looking at or talking about. Uh, they've discovered two additional emulator types, uh, Hiyoko and count. And, uh, that could be what these emulator uh, you know, what they're using for the emulators for uh, the Game Boy and Game Boy Color games. Uh, personally, I think this is a great start, but I'd also love to see them throw in Game Boy Advance. Man, come on. We've, we've had the Game Boy Advance before, like emulated, like just, just do it. We've had that on the 3DS. We've had that on uh, the the Wii U that, that was on Wii yeah, U, it was on Wii correct? U. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. was it, it wasn't on and Wii. And that's my thing. Did they have Game Boy Advance and 3DS. Yeah, 3DS. Or three, yeah, it was yeah. on 3DS. For and sure. that's yeah, my thing is, was, is that like yeah. like of all of the thi- of all of the new consoles they could add to the to the NSO offerings, this is mm-hmm. kind of like the worst option. Like I yeah. want N64. I want Game Boy Advance. I want DS. GameCube. I want, yeah, GameCube. But like they've been going in chronological order. Um, they yep. would, you know, be a console. So everybody's like, oh, N64 is the next logical step, even though that causes some problems with the controller. Like having six face yep. buttons is a weird thing. But like, I'd be happy with Game Boy. Would Mario 64 worked. But, what? On the 3D All Star. Oh collection? no, for like, sure. I mean, but there are some games like, where those C buttons become way more important than like simple, very true. simple yeah. camera movements. But yeah, that's I say that to say like I'd love Game Boy, but mm-hmm. but like I, I struggle to think of like five like great Game Boy games. Like I could probably name five. Right. That's if you lump. That's my problem if too. You lump Pokemon is, as one, then. <laughs> And I, I love Pokemon games. I love Game Boy games in general. Like, give me some some Game Boy Color mm-hmm. uh, Mario Golf. Mm-hmm. I'm done mm-hmm. for months with that game alone. Like, sign me up. Link's Awakening but is one of my favorite Zelda games. Right. That that as well. Uh, there there are a decent amount of Game Boy games that I think will keep us busy. But to me, this is kind of like NES versus Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And I love some NES games. They're great to revisit, but for the most part, I find 
with, with most people, I'll say, I think it's easier to go back to a Super Nintendo game than an NES game because yeah. NES games often feel dated. They feel confusing. How confusing is the first Zelda game where you are randomly have to blow up yeah. a thing? Well, and, and a lot it, of times you know, it's because like, you were required to read the manual to understand half the game. Exactly. That wasn't the case exactly. Super so, Nintendo. And that's, that's, that's Game Boy games to me. Uh, color got a little bit more complex and a little bit better, but it wasn't until Game Boy Advance that it really, it was like, it felt like a Super Nintendo in your hand. Mm-hmm. So getting some Game Boy games, it's like how many people, aside from some of us old folks that that have memories associated with this <laughs> stuff, but how many people are going to want to go play a grayscale uh, Game Boy game or something with a, like whatever, six colors or something like the Game yeah. Boy Color had? Yeah. Uh, for, for extended amounts of time. So, uh, it, it is a good cool opportunity that they're, that they're It this. is a good opportunity for you to experience something like you may not have, or like that you wouldn't, you've mm-hmm. never even heard of. Like there's a really great RPG on the game boy called legend of the river King, which is a fishing RPG. It's made by Natsume and it's actually really good. It's a 20 to $30 cartridge. Do you even own a Game Boy? Who knows about this game? So that would be something cool you can throw on there where it's like, hey, check out this neat thing you wouldn't have played otherwise. But those are very far and few between on the Game Boy. Very far and few Mm -hmm. between. Exactly. Uh, Todd, I know you're not a huge Game Boy guy. That's correct? Well, I'll give you a little history with my Game Boy, uh, original Game Boy uh, adventures. I used to babysit a kid across the street. He had a Game Boy. He also had an NES. Um, I tried the Game Boy games on there, and I felt like this reminds me when they tried to port arcade games on the NES, mm-hmm. and they were not as good, or when they tried to put Pac-Man on the Atari 2600. Oh it was bad. Right. Mm-hmm. I always felt like they just they did the best with what they had. They weren't great games. They, they just are not great games. I, nobody, there's a lot of nostalgia. But nobody wants to go back and play those games unless it's like Tetris. They just don't, or, or, or maybe something like Super Mario Land or something like that, which feels a little different. Well, and even even su- like Super Mario Land, the first one is okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah, Super Mario Land Two is freaking wonderful. I just played that a couple of years it's, ago. It's like the era the, of like what? 3DS. It's like crazy ideas, right? It's like we did something kind of <laughs> close to what we did with the original, but then we took chances like what they did with from Super Mario Brothers to Super Mario Brothers 2. They did some weird things, Egypt, weird like power-ups and different things like that. But I would say um it's kind of like I got excited about the GBA when that came out mm-hmm. even though I had modern hardware. And at the time it was PS1, PS2, GBA, GBA came out and that was like hey, we can do some awesome things with this hardware. Mm-hmm. We can make awesome games. We can basically recreate the SNES, mm-hmm. but also do some things the SNES probably couldn't do mm-hmm. with the hardware. So that's why I'm like, yeah, the, the Game Boy's fine. And, and quite honestly, what I worry with Nintendo, they're going to put some, some, some of the best games of the Game Boy, Game Boy Color era, but they're going to stop where, at the games oh, yeah. where, and there's going to be so many gaps, kind of like the SNES. There's no there's certain games that are still missing from that system that aren't on the N- Nintendo online system. So I just worry Nintendo's going to be, it's, it's going to be a very short delivery mm-hmm. timing. Mm-hmm. And after that, it's like, it's going to feel empty. So it's been two years since SNES launched and just to do this. Um, yeah, it feels kind of like a, okay. But I mean, how many people, let's be honest, how many people really are nostalgic for game boy 
because of where it was at versus younger kids. And younger right, kids right. are probably not going to be excited about that at all. Well, so it's yeah. a very, I think it's a smaller niche audience Game than Boy, NES or SNES. Game Boy kind of had two audiences, right? It had mm-hmm. kind of the launch audience, which is like, oh, Tetris and Mario. Yeah. Mario Land, uh, even like Donkey mm-hmm. Kong Land games to some extent had a little bit of yeah. a resurgence because those are kind of unique experiences. But then there was the second resurgence, which was Pokemon, right? Yeah. You have that crowd yeah. and they only played Pokemon and maybe yeah. Link's Awakening, you know? Like more Tetris or just Tetris maybe, fans, like right? Like maybe and, the and Final Golf. Fantasy. Yeah, Mario Golf, yeah. maybe Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. After after yeah. right, yeah. five games. After those five, yeah. you're like what do I need to, there's a bunch of puzzle games. There's some bad racing games. What do I need to play on this thing? So it, yeah, it's, yeah, and it's you, cool, but it is very lackluster. And you made a point about um, like what uh, links awakening. Mm-hmm. And then we even had Sa- Metroid Two Samus returns. Mm-hmm. We've mm-hmm. got, I would say arguably better versions of those games now. Absolutely. That are, are playable on other hardware, which we don't have now. So it's like, and, and and it's funny because the Game Boy with Tetris is very similar to Wii with Wii Sports. There are some people that only own the Game Boy to play Tetris, and that's yep. the only game they owned. Yep. So it's like yep. that could be the Nintendo Game Boy Online. Uh, it's just it's just Tetris. That's it. So I, I, I definitely agree with you that this is going to be kind of a short, weird little rollout front stacked for sure to get again to get people to sign up for the service for another year. And then say, here's our first three months of Game Boy games. Uh, and then, you know, slow trickle for the rest of the year. And I think Game Boy Advance, maybe we'll see next fall. You guys kind of. I hope so. I hope. With that? I worry <sighs> that I worry that Nintendo is going to be like, we can make a lot more money off of those games, which is true because. Mm-hmm. But I, I do worry. I'm like, but Nintendo's so slow with their plans these days. It seems like, yeah, we can make more money of those in 15 yeah. years. So it's like, then they're like, <laughs> we're never going to see these games again. Cause I'll be ancient. <laughs> the other, the other thing to remember too, and I have to remind all my Nintendo fanboys out there of, of something, which is that like, this is a whole different Nintendo than we've had for the past 15, yeah. 20 years with Reggie and Iwata and um, Shigeru Miyamoto at the helm who are now either retired, um, you know, rest in peace, uh, Iwata, and then Shigeru Miyamoto, who's now a creative fellow, and who knows what he's even doing at Nintendo anymore? Is he like actively yeah. making games, or is he just kind of overseeing, making sure people aren't screwing up? Right? You have a, a yeah. whole new CEO, a bunch of young guys who made Splatoon and Mario Maker, and those guys are doing really cool work, but they are taking things at Nintendo very slowly for for a good reason because they're kind of like they're kind of like trying to get their footing with you know what where gaming is right now and what's what's next after the switch so Mm. um you know like at a recent uh investors meeting their their quote about nso was basically something like we're always looking for ways of making nso more appealing and that was like the end Mm. of the quote right which which is a (laughs) non-answer that's it um yeah so it's really honestly and Nintendo has a tendency of pulling out things that you didn't know you wanted. So who knows what's coming? Um, mm-hmm. This seems like a very Nintendo move to me, though, to be like, here's something cool that like you'll probably mess with a little bit and then forget about. That's that's kind of how I see Nintendo Switch Online for the most part in general. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of leads into kind of the bonus round, the last topic that we're really going to touch on. Uh, and that is... 
if with, with with Game Boy pretty much, you know, coming to Nintendo Switch Online, uh, what are some retro games from any console or handheld that you'd love to play again, but you can't? Uh, preservation, we, we mentioned, is is an important part of gaming. Uh, it's it's a little easier, it seems, to do like film preservation. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a big service that we get in the world because film has been going on for years and and we've learned the hard way with a lot of stuff of like this original reel was lost and this has been and we've we've heard stories about digital recreations or digital um remastering of of film because the original reel uh was left in a basement somewhere or whatever but with games we run into not only time degrading the quality of things but also uh, like Todd said, licenses mm-hmm. and different weird things running into the way or like, just not being able to play. I mean, you uh, think about on. the entire library of DS and 3DS games that mm-hmm. without a DS or a 3DS are never going to be able to play it optimally ever again. Right? Yeah. Like, yep. yeah. It doesn't yep. matter how much preservation you can port those things to switch or whatever just, you want to, not but gonna be played the you same. just, you're not going to have the same like screen yeah. touch screen. No. And it's like I said earlier no, with the N64 controller, their entire mechanics in Donkey Kong mm-hmm. 64 that require you to press and in Banjo Kazooie that require you yep. to press a button and then one of the C buttons. And there are no six, six face button controllers anymore. There aren't. Yeah. So you have to no, remap yeah. them or figure it out. Or I do the weirdest thing, dude. When I played that game on the Wii U, the like the, the I'll just say a quick tangent. The, the, the start and select button are kind of like a little bit close to the like AB XY. So I remapped the button so that, so that a and B were start and select and oh, wow. the four C buttons were, were the ABXY because you have to play Donkey Kong 64 and Banjo-Kazooie with the four face button. You know what I mean? Like right. it's tough to wow. do without that because that's a lot of your special moves. So mm-hmm. that's just it's just crazy. Even in 64 games, some of them are are very difficult to play without six face buttons. Oh, yeah. And I would say even the 360 I just bought trying to find a 360 controller new or used i mean buying old controllers from people it's gross by the way Uh, but trying to find new 360 controllers is almost impossible i found like a knockoff but it wasn't very cheap and that's the biggest problem a lot of these hardware innovations i mean are people going to start making like there's a huge like innovation right now on like these emulator handhelds right Mm -hmm. uh that we're Mm -hmm. seeing that can do all these different things from china but they're not doing what the ds did which is dual screen touch mm-hmm. and things like that. And that's going to be very hard to emulate, just like DDR pads. Mm-hmm. How often are you going to find like PS2 era DDR pads? Or, that or, are still or functioning rock band drums that still. Or Donkey Congas, right? Hit. I mean, right. any of those things. Or what is it? Samba de Amigo with, with maracas. I mean, all those, anything. And even, even today, we're going to have a problem with VR hardware, mm-hmm. right? PSVR is coming, too, is coming out. We don't even know if those games will translate to PSVR 2, Oculus mm-hmm. Quest, all these old VR systems that are dying because they're just niche. I mean, it's crazy, and that's going to be hard. Even arcade. I love arcade, and arcade games, half of that is just the thing you're in. Mm-hmm. The Jedi, what is the Star Wars game? It's like Jedi, or maybe it's like, oh, what, no, it's um, like the, the Battle Pod. Uh, the Battle Pod, yeah. or the uh, the the the... the 
the the racing game uh from pod episode racing? one pod, pod racing. racing yeah there's a pod racing arcade console that i don't know if you'll ever be played you can play it in 64 mm-hmm. if you can find an 64 controller to your point it's just we're just in a weird spot that it's like we're gonna lose a pod lot racing re-release on yeah. switch was pretty good you I will i will say and you that. brought up a really interesting point earlier about licensing like think about a game like mm-hmm. goldeneye right yeah iconic like Everybody's yep. played Goldeneye, but like, who do you have to go through to have Goldeneye re-released? Like Warner Brothers, you have to get. No, it's Amazon now. Uh, Amazon, Amazon just bought. Amazon, Amazon, yeah, Amazon, the Broccoli family. You have to go through uh, yeah. Nintendo. You have to go through Rare and Microsoft. Yeah. Like, are you going to get horrible. Pierce Brosnan's likeness again? You're going to get all those actors to sign off on their likeness yeah. again? There's no way. There's mm. no way that game's so ever it, getting released. Uh, yeah. I was, ga- was going to say, even the Captain America game on the 360 with Krev- Chris yeah. Evans' voice and all that things, I had to buy a 360 to play that game, the the, the Hugh Jackman mm-hmm. Wolverine game. Those games are just not available anywhere. It's just crazy. It's just weird. It was a th- this week on, on Twitter, uh, the... I think it was the Xbox Drive, Sean and, and mm-hmm. Ryan were talking about... Um, they were talking about, like, Marvel, Marvel, uh, what's it called Midnight Suns? Yeah, and they said it's going to be great to play as Blade. Blade never had his own game, and and he did. But a- again, it's one of those games that's so rare and so weird that there was a, a Blade One and a Blade Two game, mm-hmm. and and I remember that because the uh, the action in that game, the controls in that game, really stuck out to me. Where you use the stick to direct your your attacks. Uh, so that game always really stuck out in my head, but like most people don't know about it because it's nowhere now, like mm-hmm. completely forgotten in time. Um, but I, I did put this out to to Twitter and our Discord. I wanted to hear what games people just you're not going to see these games. Uh, people want to pl- that, but I, I wanted to know what people wanted to play if uh, if given. So uh, I'll read a couple of these at Pixelrena on uh, on Twitter. Uh, gave me this haircut which I think is, is great. So haircut. thanks, uh, Rena. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm, I'm happy with it. I think if, so if you think I look good, go give her a Suits like. You. And, uh, but uh, anyway, she said, uh, if you haven't played it, Super Nintendo game Brain Lord is an amazing underrated game by Enix. Imagine a Zelda game with multiple weapons and armors, various fairy companions, healing, shooting fire, water, thunder, etc., and with long dungeons filled with clever puzzles. If it were on Nintendo Switch Online's SNES catalog, it'd easily have more hours than any other game. Mm. Crazy. Like, but again, one of those things, like, I guess that one's technically probably possible. Like Square Enix could probably put that out. There's but, no Square games on NSO. I mean, they would be Square putting yeah. it out on some collection. Mm-hmm. The the name unfortunately probably hampers it. Brain Lord. Yeah. <laughs> and it's one of those games that like there's probably like people like, like Rena that would love to play it, but other yeah. people like, would they be excited? Would they know? Would they click on it? Would they take the chance? So why bother making sure that the emulation works and that the port works and all that kind of stuff? It's, it's tricky, right? Uh, a few from our discord, Gimpy J uh, said blast corpse from uh, N64. Yeah, man. Yeah. Was, was that in the rare replay? Yes, on it was. Xbox? I think it is. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you can play that right now, just yep. not on a Nintendo console. So uh, definitely possible. Um, uh, 
definitely but Pokemon Red. I think that's going to be like Red and Blue. That has that's to on be three DS right now. This Game Boy, it's ten bucks on. It 3DS, is, yeah. So. But that, that that's yeah, yeah. If they do the Game uh, Boy thing, the only thing is Pokemon Company is so protective, so they may just do their own re-release. Hopefully, they do, but no. maybe the fact that it's on Virtual Console on three DS mm-hmm. gives me hope. Yeah. Just I'm thinking. Just Mark. Just even think about this. A game like Pokemon Unite. Yep. In five years. Nintendo gets bored. The Pokemon company gets bored. That game may just disappear. Yep. Because it's an online game. Yep. It's not ongoing. We've got a lot like, what was it? The, uh, uh, was it the Mario 35 game? Mm-hmm. It's going to go away. No, there's yep. no way to bring that game back. Nintendo didn't make a, a ROM or something where you can just play it again and it's online. So yeah, we're in a, we're in, tr- we're in trouble guys. Yep. I, I don't know how to fix uh, this. We had, we had a couple of other Pokemon. So like Pokemon's one of my big ones that I want to play. And and I, I have them on my 3DS. I, I even have the original Pokemon Blue in a Game Boy Color, like mm-hmm. 10 feet behind me uh, in my living room. Like it's, it's right there. But I'd love it on my Switch just to play whenever I want to. But uh, we also had, um, we had Carly uh, say Pokemon Crystal. There was a DS remake, but I never got to play it. Played the heck out of it on the GBA. Then it broke. Uh, and maybe maybe a Tasmanian Devil game. So I remember Tasmanian Devil in like um, was it Looney Tunes basketball? But was oh, yeah. there a, like an actual like Taz? Taz yeah, there was a Taz game. game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I'd be all over that. There's that a ton. Great. There's a ton of Disney games. Did play it. There's yeah. There's, there's a, always there's always one game that comes to mind for me when we're talking about preservation that would just be so weird for Nintendo to bring back in any proper way. And that game is on the GameCube. Uh, Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. Yeah. Yes. So that game was also on the Wii with new play control, but it's terrible mm-hmm. because yep. if you're not playing with the bongos, you're not playing Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. Were you playing with Wii Motes? No. What were you doing? You just a platformer, just left just and right oh, jump. Yeah. It was boring. Yeah. Oh, that game oh, has boy. to be played with bongos, or you're not playing it. Um, yep. That. Man, that's literally one of my favorite GameCube games, and I recommend it to everybody. But the bongos are getting up there, 30, 40 bucks for a good pair of bongos. Then the game itself is 30 bucks. So you, what, you're going to drop 70 to play a rhythm platformer on the GameCube? Probably not, especially no. since those bongos no. are really only good for that. And then Donkey Konga, which you need multiple bongos for. So now you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a game that just, I, I don't know how you're ever going to get people to buy bongo peripheral ever again. You're just, not, you're that's, just not. Tough, and the yeah. GameCube in general is problematic because of the, um, the, uh, analog L and R buttons, you know, yeah. a lot of the first party which, games, which Nintendo has another F zero GX, just yeah. pr- the best F zero game ever made really relies on those analog L and R's and it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah, it it did not. That was one thing I definitely noticed and missed on uh, the 3D, like even like Super Mario Sunshine. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like a big deal. Like it wasn't as ingrained in that game as something like F Zero, no, but, but it still it. it was noticeable mm-hmm. to me. And it was just like, oh, this is not ideal. And I I had a GameCube controller for my, and it still doesn't work. No. Like it's just, it's not programmed. On. Yeah, like, just no. Uh, so we got a couple more. Uh, Chris from One Hour One Decision said, uh, any retro game, uh, hmm, maybe upgraded Metal Gear Solid, but uh, I don't know if upgrading counts. Chris, uh, he did also mention Master Blaster and Altered Beast. 
Master Blaster Zero. Alter Beast. Master Blaster Zero and, and, on the Switch. Yeah, it's yeah. not the exact same game, but it is very close. It's good, it's though. very good. It is, yeah. And there's three seasons. And Alter Beast you can play on the Sega Genesis collection. Yes, which absolutely. Is, which so is it, worth uh, Available penny. there. There's some ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pokemon Platinum from Talesman 710. Yes. Um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Any any Pokemon game, just, just keep throwing them at me. I'd love... Honestly, I would love every single Pokemon game from like Blue to Sword Shield on my Switch. That would make me a very, very happy man. Just Mark, I was them. I was gonna say when even in the Pokemon, there's a bunch of weird Pokemon games that were on like the Nintendo GameCube. Like, was it the uh, like not Stadium, but it was very similar to that. Yeah, was Coliseum, it, uh, and then there was XD. Coliseum was the GameCube. There was yeah. XD Gales of something or other. Yep. Blah blah blah. XD Gale of my Darkness. My son was like two hundred dollars yeah. GameCube game now. So good luck with that. Yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very weird. But I would say this. So so very quickly before we, I know we have to run, but I mean, yep. uh, just just say like, what's your of like what's a game you just can't play now which you want to play so very quickly dan what's yours game that i want man that's tough because as a retro gamer i i kind of invest in weird stuff like that um i want to play chibi robo on the gamecube um Ooh. it's never been but released it's mm. just too, it's a three hundred dollar game. Oh, okay. There you go. That's like, that's it's, that it's, makes sense. And there's no reason why Nintendo can't bring it, can't just have a port to Switch. If they own it. There's nothing weird about the licensing. They just they made Ziplash and it didn't sell. And they said, "Well, fine. We're not making Chibi Robo anymore." And I said, yep. that wasn't a Chibi Robo game, Nintendo." <laughs> That game had so much potential to be good, but that random stage selection wheel just sucked the fun right out of it the second you played it. And it's not a bad game. It's just not Chibi Robo. Come on. I want to explore a house Uh, and clean it. That's what I want to do. (laughs) As a three inch (laughs) robot. It sounds like so much fun. But it was. You Um, and five people. You and five people. Exactly. That's the problem, right? Exactly. That's why it's $300. Yeah. 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 Mark, Uh, what's your your one game you want to play, but you can't? Before I do, I, I have to mention Jimpy Gay or Gimpy J. Sorry, mentioned Jackal for the NES as well, and Famous Seamus. Sorry, I, yes. that's one of my favorites. There we go. Yes, and I, I figured you'd enjoy that call out. Uh, one that I love, Famous Seamus brought out a all the Pokemon games, which I already mentioned. Goof Troop. Hell yes. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. supposed to be a cool game. Yeah, the, the guy that directed that went on to direct the first Resident Evil. That is like the 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 lineage we have with That's this game. Great. That, that was a great. That wasn't on game. the Disney Saturday Morning um, Collection. No, man, no, no. Missed opportunity. Uh, Donkey Kong. Uh, he, he said ninety four here. I'm okay. guessing that Donkey 64. Kong ninety four. No, no, no. It's, it's on the no, game, game Boy. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. okay, okay. I got yeah. you. Yeah. That one. Um, I didn't know if that was a typo, but I know what he's talking about now. And Act Razor is oh, the yeah. last yeah. one there. Classic. Uh, for me, I I have to go with. Oh man, that I can't play right now. Correct. I have to go with Goldeneye. Okay. Yeah. Just because I know it's impossible. I know we just talked about it, but like Goldeneye. Makes sense. Just, yeah. They got pretty close it. on the Wii, but they, you know. It, yep. Just, yep. Game Boy just, Reloaded or whatever it was yep. called. Yeah. yeah. Did not work. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Todd, what about you? It's got to be light guns. Light gun games. Yeah. They're impossible. Ooh. And I was hoping Ooh, the Switch so. would be the one game. We do have a House of Dead 
game that's coming out on the Switch, but I expected the Switch to be the one that brought us back to prominence. We had a bunch of awesome light gun games on uh, the Wii, but the the graphics were just holding it back with Resident Evil, mm -hmm. House of Dead 3, all those things. So I think Ghost Squad, got to shout out Ghost Squad on the Wii. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, light gun games have been a problem with because of LCDs and and those types of consoles, but I think the Switch could do it, but nobody, I mean, we only have a House of Dead game, so come on. Bring out like gun games because they're just a lot of fun. Virtual Cop, uh, Time yeah. Crisis. There's so many that are good. When uh, when when I first started dating Loren, my my wife, um, that's man. We we spent so many nights just like playing light gun games on yeah. the Wii, House of the Dead, that kind of stuff. We bought. Um, I remember we bought Nerf guns that oh, yeah. could convert into a mm-hmm. Wii light yep. gun and yep. we so we used to like have nerf battles because we're both uh, incredibly huge dorks and uh and then we'd we'd switch to we'd plug our wii remotes in and and do the light gun house of the dead stuff like that was early dating days uh and, and the, uh, such great memories yeah. with those games uh with her like 100 percent, yes bring those back we have huge tvs it's perfect two people side by side house of the dead yeah. the one that was like full of vulgar language and stuff was so good so i just want them to bring that back i don't know if it'll happen but that's where we're at so i guess that's it i mean there's so much more on this topic but you know, know. i'm I mean, glad we, could, we had we a great go into time like emulation and and like the legality of it and well if they're not going to release I, yeah, it then what do i do but that's really exactly just, there's so much i'd love to pick your brain about we'll have to have you back definitely for sure to get more into like yeah some game preservation mm-hmm. and and issues that you run into but i, I know you have to take off so we'll uh, we'll save that for another time perfect absolutely so before we go dan tell people how they can find you on the internet interwebs awesome good deal yeah so i'm uh at retrologic games everywhere on twitter and instagram um the our discord community is open you just got to click the link in my twitter bio and you can jump in and chat retro games with us if you're a collector we'd love to see your hauls and your collections and what you love um uh what else the podcast is everywhere podcasts can be found just search retrologic one word um the game store is at retrologic.games really all of it's just there so if you like my ramblings you know you can hear me talk about retro games and collecting and all that in the modern era which is getting getting really interesting so Mm -hmm. uh yeah if you want to hear more about that then please we'd love to have you yeah we didn't even touch on the like the crazy like costs of games uh, that are classics but that's another topic i know episode. it's a red herring yeah. bring me Absolutely. back I'll, I'll come on and talk about it bring me back oh yeah sure. perfect yeah. This is a this is this is going to be an important topic in the future. But at this point, though, we want to share our gamer tags really quickly because it's important we do that. If you want to game with us, so Dan's at RetroLogic on Switch and Stadia. Mm-hmm. I'm at Spartion98 on Xbox and Switch and Spartion1998 because PSN screwed me up. Mark's at Canardian on Xbox yep. and Switch because he's too afraid to play with the PS ponies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> essentially i haven't played i haven't played anything on my ps4 in a very long time absolutely so with that folks thanks everyone for joining us dan you are a pleasure mark you're always the handsomest man in all the land and with that folks <clears throat> i'll always tell you it's always better to game together this podcast is part of the secret friends unite podcasting network visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows articles news reviews and more Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. 
If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server, or follow at SecretFriendsU on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.